You're listening to The Soul's Way Podcast. This is your host, Emily Ann Brandt. I'm an author, a speaker, a mentor, and I help individuals align with their soul and create the ripple effect that they came here to create. Are you ready to manifest your best life the soul's way? If so, you're in the right place and you're definitely here for a reason. Let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to the Soul's Way podcast and welcome, welcome if you're new. Hello, new friend. I'm so happy you're here. You joined our podcast community at a very exciting time because we have some special things coming up. So right now we have a masterclass happening on November 10th called Transcend, Transcend. And that's what I want to talk about in today's episode as well. But just a quick reminder to sign up for this free masterclass that you are not going to want to miss. It's November 10th, 2021 with a 48-hour replay. So as long as you register, you'll get replay access. You can sign up at emilyannbrandt.com transcend. And I will tell you in this episode more about what's going to be in the class and why you're going to want to register. Um, but obviously it's a class to help you transform your life and go beyond your limitations or what you're perceiving as your limitations. And that's kind of what this episode is about as well. It's more of my story of transcendence and how I I feel like a phoenix rising from the ashes. I'm just laughing as I say that because I'm, this is something that my client keeps saying to me and I feel so cheesy saying it, but it's true. I'm like, I really did rise from like a rock bottom this year and I want to share that journey with you. And in the class, obviously, I'm going to give away the three keys for transcending your limitations, the circumstances that are around you that you might currently feel like you can't get past, or you might feel like you really want to do your soul's work. If you're listening to a podcast like this, if you're, you found your way to my community somehow, I'm assuming you are someone who is determined to be a beneficial and luminous presence on this planet, right? I know you have a big heart, you have a big mission, but you're like, Emily, how the heck do I live my mission and my purpose when I got to worry about money? I have to provide for my family. I have health issues. I have things in my reality. What they are is like a distraction from you being able to do your soul's work. And we don't want that. So that's what the masterclass is going to help you clear. Um, And I'll give you probably some some tips and things in this episode. But what I really wanted to share is my story of transcending limitations. So I have many stories of overcoming limitations because I was literally born into them. I was born into physical limitations for starters. So I was born with my feet practically upside down because of something called clubbed feet. And clubbed feet is a condition that often comes along with something called Beale syndrome, another condition I was born into. It's a rare connective tissue disorder. It causes you to be basically very long, like abnormally long fingers, toes, legs, all your limbs, extremities are long and they're bent. They're contracted because it's a connective tissue, um, you know, genetic condition. So there's that. There's underdevelopment of bone and muscle mass. So you're basically really lean. It's very difficult to put on weight, um, especially in like the arms and legs, no matter how much you eat. Bones are smaller. Everything's kind of smaller. Um, And on top of that, I also developed very extreme scoliosis, which is a curvature of the spine that caused me to have to wear a brace and go to a chiropractor and all of that, and then eventually have a big, big, big surgery, 
when I was 14 to have the spine straightened and held in place with titanium rods. And then of course, with my feet being practically upside down, they were turned so much, basically tucked up against my legs. I had several surgeries as a baby. The doctors did not think I would walk. I had surgeries as a baby. I had surgeries, uh, you know, I had casts and braces and physio as all through childhood. I had a surgery in high school and another one in college for the left foot, which was more turned than the right foot for whatever reason. So, I mean, right off the bat, <laughs> the the body temple that I chose, and I do believe our soul chooses chooses which earth vessel to come down into earth in. And so the body that I chose had right off the bat, like I guess you could say the cards kind of stacked against me. And even the doctors telling my parents, like, you know, she may never walk, just so you know, she might have to be in a wheelchair and this and that, because my feet were so just like, so not where they should be, right? But obviously had the surgeries and through the grace of God, like really through the grace of God and obviously the amazing medical team and all the things that was there available to me medically, I've always been able to walk. That was never, that was never a problem. Um, I used to crawl a lot because I had braces on my on my braces and casts on my feet all the time. So my parents always say how how fast I was at crawling around with my little cast on as a baby. Um, and then I even did dance and stuff. And my mom would cry when I would do dance recitals as a kid because she's like, they said you would never walk, and now you're on stage dancing, and it's so beautiful. And so what I'm getting at is that I've been limit. Uh, pe- people have tried to place limits on me. And even my physical body has been quote unquote limited, right? Or disabled or whatever. I hate that word, but whatever you want to call it. And I've always just gone above or beyond the limits and done what people said that I couldn't. And you can too. You can too. That's what we're going to talk about in the masterclass. Another, uh, I mean... Obviously, we all have lots of things in our life that we have to overcome. And if we didn't overcome them, we wouldn't be here, right? So this is just actually a good reminder, too, before I even give you some more examples. This is a good reminder that everything in the past that you thought was, like, the end of the world, like, you didn't think you could overcome that grief. You didn't think you could overcome that time when you didn't know how you would pay your bills. You didn't think you could overcome that heartbreak. You didn't think you could overcome that crappy situation at work. And guess what? If you're still here, you always did, didn't you? Because the good news is the answers, the solutions, every the everything that you need to solve the problem is within you. The capacity and the power within you is bigger than any limitation you can possibly ever come up against. Because the power of God, universe, life, source, love, the infinite, the ineffable, whatever you want to call it, it's within you. And that power is so great that there's truly nothing to fear because you're equipped with that power. You're one with that power. And that's the whole journey of life is remembering your oneness with the creator who made you, with the creator who made the whole universe, right? You're one with that. That power is huge. This realization is huge. So right here, right now, I just want to tell you whatever circumstance you're facing, remember the power within you is greater than that. 
So in the masterclass Transcend, what I'm going to be doing is basically just brushing back your hair <laughs> and showing you your original glorious face, reminding you who you really are at your core. And the reason I'm using that metaphor, brush back your hair and show you your face is because um, I think it was Buddha who said, you know, what is your original face before your parents were even born? In other words, who are you as a soul before any of the 3D life or even your 3D earth vessel had an impact on you? Because see, this is the thing, your earth vessel, right? AKA your body, your environment that you grow up in, the family that you choose, the place that you choose to live in, the things that happen to you, you know, or for you, really, everything, because everything happens for you, that grow, grow you or serve you or bless you or challenge you, change you. The circumstances in your life, this is just the content of the 3D world that your soul is currently playing in. You're in this earth body and you're operating through it. You're playing in this earth school and all of the circumstances that right now you're so zoomed in, you're so close up to them, you're thinking that that's you or that that is something that is just so overwhelming and so beyond your control. But the, that's just the content of your 3D life. So the good news is you are not the content of your life. You are the consciousness behind the life, above the life, in the life, all around the life, because consciousness is everywhere. And there is nowhere you can go that consciousness or God or love, right? This all-knowing, all-wise, all-intelligent, all-loving presence is. There's nowhere you can go that that present is not. Even when you're having like a dark night of the soul, which I swear, I'm pretty sure I just went through like at least a miniature dark night of the soul where it just feels dark and you can't get back that feeling. Once you've started a spiritual awakening, in order to go into the next stage of consciousness, a lot of times what happens is you have to go through a dark night of the soul um, where everything you currently know is being like shattered and taken away and all you can see is darkness. And that's just like the darkness before an even brighter light comes and before your new consciousness comes in. And so even, but even if you're in that place, or even if maybe it's not a dark night of the soul, a lot of people, I guess, say that it is one when it isn't. So I don't even know if mine was, but um, it felt like it. And anyways, whether it's just a dark place or depression or sadness or feeling victim to circumstance, even there, even in that darkness, the presence of God, love, beauty, intelligence, universe is there. There's literally nowhere that that presence isn't there. And that presence is within you. So you have the power to transcend anything and everything. So that leads me to my other transcend story, right? And I'll recap these probably too on the, on the call, on the training. But my other story, which is the most recent one, of course, there's lots of examples. We've all transcended transcended many limits but since I was talking about doing wanting to live your purpose this is a biggie right this is the one I'm most passionate about helping you with so I hope that if you're on a path of really really wanting to just walk in your purpose and do your soul's work that you'll come and join us because that's what I'm passionate about helping people do this is this is a story for you so I 
am on a mission to do, you know, of course, my soul work, which is helping people remember their light, helping people do what their soul came here to do, create their ripple effect, remember, like light up this world, basically, one by one, by being who they are as a soul, fully expressed, and sharing their unique gifts and talents and the care, the true character of your soul, for that to come out, and for that to be fully shining, like playing full out, being full express, fully expressed as who you are, that's what I'm passionate about, and that's what I'm here to do. But when life... When the structures of my life are unstable, like money or health or relationships or anything else, that's obviously a distraction from me being able to do my life's work. And again, that might be a situation that you find yourself in. So we're going to talk about how to stabilize those life structures. But what how it happened for me was I started my bit. I, I really have to go back to the beginning. I started my business officially in 2019. And it's so funny because I started it out of completely radical, like radical, radical, which means like, you know, the root is from within. That's what radical means, right? So deeply rooted in my inner being, I was so aligned starting this business. I walked away from another business. I knew I had to follow my passion, which was teaching about manifestation and telling people like, you can live your passion, you can do what you love, you can, you know, follow your purpose, you can manifest your dreams. So the very first course I ever created in November 2019, shout out to anyone who took Step Up Your Game with me. There's like all four of you, there's like four people, including my mom and my sister um, and my good friend Nadine. She was one of my first clients and one of my first private clients as well, <laughs> Rebecca, um, yeah, and then one of my best friends. Anyway, my first ever course. It's hilarious now when I look at it because after that course, I evolved and I shifted and I pivoted so many times. I started helping specifically entrepreneurs. Um, and then I went back to general like life manifestation coaching. And then I went to kind of helping people heal because I've healed from an autoimmune. That's another thing I've transcended. Um, healing my body from an autoimmune diagnosis and being sick like every single week. So I went into that, but it was all kind of under the umbrella of mindset and manifestation. But the very first course I ever taught was literally like a how to live your purpose kind of course mixed with manifestation law of attraction, which we now know that I, I go beyond this in my teachings because I've grown spiritually and I've learned, you know, I've awakened more. I've stepped into stages of consciousness that are beyond that manifester. I create my reality energy. We're, we're graduating from that, which is really cool. And you guys, my my audience, my followers, my listeners, you guys, my friends, you get to graduate with me. You get to grow with me. But hilarious that the first course is now like what I'm coming back home to. It's just that when I first did it, I was like, I felt a little bit imposter syndrome, like fraud, fraudy, because I was like, I'm trying to teach people they can like make a living doing their passion and whatever. But I'm only doing this as a side hustle because you know, it was my first course, like, I hadn't really made any money yet in business. But yeah, I put together this course and somehow sold like seven spots, six spots, whatever it was, um, albeit, you know, mostly friends and family. But still, I was doing it. But I felt, felt this imposter syndrome of like, well, but I'm not doing it full time, like, and I'm trying to tell people, they can make a living doing what they love, basically. But what I didn't realize is that that does not matter 
if you are able to stabilize your life structure, so have a solid source of income, um, you know, make sure your health is take, like obviously make sure you're not burning yourself out and and ruining your health because your health needs to be stable as well. That's why it can be tricky. That's why, you know, the goal is going to be temporary discomfort perhaps, and then making the switch when you can to be to be fully funded by the universe to work your gifts and work your light, which you will be. That's the most lucrative path that there is. But anyway, I didn't realize that it wasn't like, that it was okay to, to do it part-time and to own it and be like, yeah, you know, it's, it's funding me. It's bringing me income. It's more importantly, it's bringing me fulfillment. It's bringing me joy and it's making a difference in people's lives. But I felt a little weird about that. So then I just kind of moved into like life coaching and then all the various paths that I've, you know, kind of the branches that I've, that I've branched out to. Anyway, (laughs) this goes on for like a year, you know, kind of trying different things, different programs, playing around, having a lot of fun. And I ended up in 20, oh my gosh, in 2020, which is so fast. Um, Was it really? Yeah, it was June of 2020. I went full time in my business. And in 2020, I ended up making more money than I used to make at my kitchen and kitchen design job, my full-time job. And so I've been doing business full-time since then. But my business this year in 2021 actually appeared to go completely backwards. And I had, you know, I had built up like decent, obviously good enough to leave my job, good enough to replace my old income, like decent success doing what I was doing. I was just ready to go to the next level. And I made the mistake of looking outside of myself instead of just deepening my spiritual practices, spending more time on the meditation mat, spending more time asking the big questions, right? All this stuff that I now teach inside of Soul Legacy because I see how important and game-changing and life-changing it is. Instead of having the discipline to just do that and go within, I started getting caught up in the world of entrepreneurship and looking outside of ourselves at what everyone else is doing. And that's actually the reason that I stepped back from being in a mastermind group too, is because what ends up happening is you get together in a true mastermind. Like a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs, they say that they're hosting a mastermind, but what they really mean is group mentoring, which is why I don't like the term mastermind anymore. Because really they say mastermind, but mastermind is where you come together and you each like bounce ideas off of each other. You share with each other what you're learning, what book you're reading from, what resources, what tools you're using, all this stuff. But that just keeps you in your head. That keeps you looking outside of yourself for answers. So I'm all about having soul sisters and I'm actually, we're doing a reunion call soon with these ladies that I was in a mastermind with. I'm all about like supporting each other as soul sisters, being there like, you know, crying with each other, holding each other through deep transformations and different phases of our growth. And I love that we can take breaks and we can go through different things and we can still come back and love each other. Um, So I'm definitely still here for that. I'm still here for the sisterhood, but the the thing of like putting your heads together, I can't do that anymore because you get too caught up in, oh, okay, maybe I need to learn that tool. Oh, you're working with that coach. Oh, that sounds good. Is it helping? Is it working? Oh, I need to learn from that coach. Oh, but I heard so-and-so has this coach and she makes X amount of money per month and blah, 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 blah. And you just get so caught up. I got very caught up 
in that world of searching outside of myself. Um, so, but yeah, side note, master mastermind, not the right term. If you're going to, most people, like this was a self-run mastermind that I'm talking about that I was in with a bunch of girls that we just like found each other and wanted to do it. Um, long story short. But a lot of coaches will say, I'm hosting a mastermind. And what they really mean is there's one teacher, because I've been in these groups as well. There's one teacher. There's like 10, anywhere between 10 and 20 students. And they ask questions to the one teacher and the one teacher answers. And other people's questions might benefit you, but you're not having other people answer your questions. So it's not a it's not a mastermind. It's a group mentoring. So I'm going to be very careful of that term now as well, because I am feeling called to create more community vibes, more group programs, but I'm going to be calling them group programs or group mentoring. Or I was texting about this with my sister and I'm like, what do I call them? And she's like, chicken group for the soul. (laughs) It's like, oh my God. Because I'm like, do I call it a master soul? Because we meet in all of my programs, like including soul legacy, obviously. I set the intention and at our masterclass for transcend, I always set the intention, guys, we're here guys, girls, you know, beings of light. We're here to meet soul to soul. We're not here to meet mind to mind or ego to ego. We're meeting soul to soul. So I was like, do I call it a master soul? (laughs) She's like chicken group for the soul. Uh, Genius might have to use that. But anyway, that's my little rant on masterminds. The point is I got lost sight of my inner wisdom. I, you know, instead of just deepening my spiritual practices, which I really, really am going deep into now every single day. I was looking outside of myself and I ended up working with a mentor who claimed that she had a seven-figure business and was teaching all of the stuff that I'd never heard before about the law of resonance and this new way of manifesting and that I do not regret learning, right? As you guys know, and many of you have heard this story. I don't regret learning the things that I learned from her and a lot of what she taught was really really on point, really accurate, really matches up with what other enlightened masters are saying and teaching. And I'm now learning from other people too, but I'm learning to learn without losing myself. And I'm learning to learn because that is so important that we stay open. We stay humble. The more you grow spiritually, the more you can admit how much you don't know, the more you know how much you don't know right? So we need to stay open and teachable, but without losing ourselves and without losing our connection to spirit and our connection to our soul. So that's what I'm doing now. But I got caught up in this trap and this mentor ended up like, I mean, I don't want to play a victim and say that they ran my business into the ground, but became very bossy and manipulative and convinced me to like stop my entire business, put it on hold, like cancel things, give refunds, it just, it got, it became a mess. And my business crashed and burned this year. Like truly crashed and burned from January all the way until when I reopened and I took my power back and I launched Soul Legacy, which is the best thing I ever created because it got created from this dark place that I was in and I was forced to transcend, to rise. Like one of my soul legacy clients, she's always telling, she's always calling me a phoenix. You're like a phoenix rising from the ashes and it's so amazing to watch. Um, so shout out to you, you know, Sapna, she knows who she is. Uh, but she always says that to me and I love it because that's how I feel. And soul legacy wouldn't have been born if I didn't have that rock bottom. So the business crashed and burned, like truly, 
and this all happened before my wedding. Like I was a couple of months, you know, leading into my wedding. Weddings are expensive. So I hear you when you're saying, you know, I don't have stable financial things in place or my business isn't generating money or whatever it is. I've been through the circ- whatever circumstances you've been through. I can probably relate on some level, right? We all have completely different paths and journeys and things. But I also think that my soul chose this body and this life and all of the things to expand my compassion as well. Because I have so much compassion for people with physical differences or body insecurities or health issues. And then even during that, when my business crashed and burned, I experienced like bouts of depression where I actually had thoughts of not wanting to be here anymore. And not a lot of people even know this. Like I only said it to Derek and to um, my sister. Now I'm saying it on my podcast. But they never lasted longer than like 46 to 72 hours or whatever, 48 hours, whatever two or three days is. They never lasted longer than that. But I feel like I experienced that to expand my compassion. So anyways, I was at my rock bottom. My wedding was coming up. We had so many bills to pay, so many vendors to pay. You know, thankfully, because of the pandemic, we ended up cutting our guest list in half, which was a really big blessing financially. And the venue let us do that. But I remember just being like feeling awful that I couldn't contribute more, um, that my parents had to help so much that Derek had to, you know, pull from his own savings so much. And I remember crying to Derek and being like, I'm so sorry that we have to start like this is not how I wanted us to start our life together you know and this is not how I wanted to be at this age at this stage in my life like I'm 29 I'm gonna be 30 soon and I, like I can't even I'm like stressing about how I'm gonna pay my rent like this is ridiculous because at this pay, play, bleh, point I am just coasting off my savings which was already very low because I had to pay a lot in tax since I did so well the year before in business I'd pay a lot in tax all at once. So that like took most of my savings and I was just coasting off my savings, which was dwindling, dwindling, dwindling. And I'm just like, what am I doing? And so there was many times and even like not not long ago at all where I have been in this dark place, this shadow, even a few weeks ago as I dove into shadow work of being like, is is my mission too big? Is it worth it? I can't do it if I'm not funded and I can't see a way out of this. Like, I'm going to have to go back to work. I'm going to have to get a soul-sucking job. I'm going to have to get a job, like, in my industry of kitchen and bath that I come from. The most you can make is, like, 50000 a year. I mean, I shouldn't say that because that's limiting. That's limiting languages, right? Obviously, all things are possible. But that's, like the average and like I would have to work so hard and burn myself out just to barely even still barely be able to really help us get ahead financially or get a house or anything like that and so but that's where my brain was going is like you know there's always options there's always millions of possibilities I could get a part-time job I could you know I could go back to work full time and still do my business on the side or I could give in the towel throw in the towel altogether and just go back to a job and I remember crying to to Derek and being like I wish I could just be happy like I wish I could just be happy like you and work nine to five and check out when I'm done like he's an accountant 
um, and like be an accountant or something and get something more stable for us. Like, I'm so sorry that I chose a lifestyle that is so out there and like not stable. And I'm like, I wish I could just be happy being an accountant or something. And he looks at me and he goes, nobody who's an accountant is happy. (laughs) Um, You know, and that's obviously stereotype, but he's speaking on behalf of himself and his coworkers, I guess. But I realized, you know, as much as I was saying those things and buying into the fear, something deeper within me, even when I was like rock, rock bottom, like I want to give it all up. Life is too overwhelming. This is too much. It's too much pressure. I can't do it. I can't do this. I'm not making money anymore. Like I'm going to have to get a job and that's not fun. And like, that's when I literally had thoughts of like, my mission's too big. My soul, what were you thinking? Like, I want to go back. I don't even want to be here anymore. That's literally the rock bottom I was at. So being at that rock bottom though, it forced me to cry a lot and face some triggers and shadows that I didn't know were there, that I was always too busy plowing through, right? Looking all outside of me for the next answers, working with the next coach, doing the next thingy, doing the next training, go, 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 trying to maintain a lower level of manifestation. That's why in my book, Hold Damn Fire, I talk about manifestation burnout. It's just the same as hustling. We get into a mental hustle with law of attraction and with constantly doing all the rituals and doing all the things to try to maintain where we're at and hopefully grow, but everything just operates on loops and it's really slow. So being in this bottom this rock bottom, this dark place, it forced me to let go of my old ways, like fully let go of any identities that were no longer serving me. Like the amount of deaths I went through this year, I can't even tell you how many versions of me there is, you know, buried in my metaphorical backyard. Um, But life will either pull you towards your spiritual growth and evolution and consciousness because life itself wants you to wake up like the universe god spirit whatever you want to call it wants us to realize and remember our oneness remember our mission why we came here remember that we are light and you'll either be pulled by the spirit to learn about that to explore that to do your spiritual practice to your spiritual work to do programs like soul legacy right or you'll be pushed into it And I most definitely got pushed into it because um, rather than cultivating a really healthy, regular, like deep spiritual practice where you actually stop and you actually feel your emotions and you actually feel your oneness with source and you actually meditate, you're not just going through the motions to try to manifest something. You're just doing it for the sake of being with yourself, being with your soul. And again, we do all of this in Soul Legacy. Instead of doing that, I was like, well, I no, I'm not interested in like a spiritual program or a spiritual, like, I just want the thing that's going to make me money. I want the coach that's going to help me grow. I want the business strategy. I want the, you know, maybe a, a manifestation coach if they were talking about money. I was like, again, searching outside of myself for things that I did not need to search outside of myself for because... It was only from being forced, from being pushed instead of pulled into the depths of my own being that I was able to be born again, essentially, 
And this is where Soul Legacy was born from. And it's only because I was forced into that rock bottom, which looked like a complete limitation, looked like it was never going to be sunny again, it looked like the end for me, like literally <laughs> all, you know, all the darkness. But someone said, I heard recently, what if the darkness is not actually your death? It's where you're incubating, you're marinating, getting ready for your rebirth for the next level, for more light, right? So that's how I see it now. So from there, I was forced into real alignment to looking at who am I actually as a soul? What do I already have within me that is trying to be expressed? What is the actual deepest purpose and deepest calling? What have I been ignoring? What is seeking to come through me? And from there, Soul Legacy was born. The business got up and running again. <laughs> I wrote and published a book. It went to a number one um, hot new release in Amazon Canada. And the best part was all of these wins didn't change anything about me. Because in that process of losing everything or what I thought was losing everything, I found everything. I found the real me as a soul. And I am so intimate with that presence. I'm so, you know, befriending that presence, one with that presence that nothing good or bad that happens externally changes me. I talked about that in the last episode, but yeah, just wanted to share that. So more on transcending your limitations, more on going through these four stages of consciousness, how to go into the greater stages of of consciousness where you're going beyond law of attraction and that type of manifestation inside the Transcend Masterclass. But also Soul Legacy is on pre-sale right now. This is a little secret for you. If you enroll before the Masterclass, you can save $200 off your tuition. So make sure you do that before November 9th, you know, but ideally ASAP because spots are limited. Um, and check out all the details on the website. There's also scholarships available. So don't let money be something that stops you and don't make life push you into this work. Let the call pull you if you're feeling called. All right, so that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening and I hope to see you at the masterclass um, Wednesday, November 10th. Thanks again for listening. Since this podcast is still growing and still reaching more beautiful souls, it means so much when you guys share the episode or take a second to leave a review on Apple. It's the best way you can thank a podcaster and give us encouragement to keep the good stuff coming to you completely free. I would also love to connect with you on social media, so make sure you join the Facebook group, The Soul's Way, and hit me up on Instagram or TikTok at Emily Ann with an E, Brandt. I see you. I see your light. Keep shining.